Okay. <laughs> Annoying <laughs> me the whole time. <laughs> All right, welcome to Family Tech Talk. This is our very first episode. We're super excited. Woo! Sarah Kimmel here and Emily Elder. I'll let you introduce yourself, Hi. Emily. <laughs> Emily Elder um, here. Just super excited to talk about some technology. Yeah, so Emily and I are both um, IT people. We That's how we kind of met and uh, got together. So she's going to write some articles on Family Tech Zone as well. And we're just really excited to start podcasting. Yeah. It sounds like fun. I like talking. So I like talking. Anytime I can talk, I'm all about it. Yeah, so I think, you know, this podcast will have a lot about um, what you can do to help make your your home more tech friendly and how you can understand more about technology and stuff like that. So, um, and then we're also going to throw in some pop culture because we love pop culture. Uh, pop culture. Love it. Yeah. So we want to kind of bridge that, that gap a little bit and, um, have some fun with, with our discussions. So first item up for bid and the price is right is, Barbie. So I wrote a post a couple years ago about how Barbie can suck it because I was very angry. Like I pounded that post out because I was so mad about what was going on. So um, to recap, Barbie had a like computer engineer Barbie and there was a book that you could purchase as well. And basically the book had Barbie being an idiot and getting a virus on her computer and saying, oh, if I'm going to make a game, I need these boys over here to code it. I can only draw the pretty pictures, basically. Can you hear the eye roll from here? (laughs) Seriously. I think that was my first post of yours I read, by the way. Oh, really? I loved it. Loved it. (laughs) Yeah, because I was so frustrated because what, really what she was doing had nothing to do with being a computer engineer. She wasn't taking apart a computer. She wasn't coding anything. Uh, We'll leave aside the fact that computer engineer is not a thing. So, it's not not a thing, not a real not a real job. Um, there's you know IT managers or developer, software engineers. engineers. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of things, but computer and or what was it? I yeah, think it's computer. Yeah, computer engineer was not a thing. Anyway, so Barbie has I think rebooted what it. Um, what it thinks of for females in STEM careers and started a new line um, for a robotics engineer. So they, they changed up the wording a bit. Thank you, Barbie. Um, so robotics engineer Barbie uh, was just released a couple weeks ago. Um, it's hitting the shelves with a few other career of the year line. Um, and like really they seem to be wanting to push STEM fields for females, which I'm super passionate about. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, we've done, like you said, I think I've been in computer repair and IT for 10 years now. Like I totally about STEM for women. Like I'm all about it. (laughs) All about it. We need more (coughs) colleagues that (laughs) are female because that would be awesome. Um, so what do you think about this new Barbie? What do you think... What were your thoughts on the old Barb Barbie 
computer engineer Barbie. So, like I said, I think that was one of the first posts I ever read of yours. And it, I was so mad about it. (laughs) I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. At the time, I worked as a consumer computer repair um, in Geek Squad. That's what I did. And I constantly, like, should be a millionaire for how many times I heard, can I talk to one of the guys? Can, oh, oh yes. crazy, crazy. Oh, it's so, oh, I just, can I talk, to, is there a guy uh, in the is back? There a guy? Like, I just have a quick question. Yeah, can I just? Because you need male parts <sighs> to answer my question about computers. I, so then I saw this and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, that's exactly what we're teaching everybody is that, well, the girls can do some, yeah, but they can do user interface. That's fine. That's cool. But when it's the tricky stuff, yeah, like, the let's coding, pull the guys in. yeah, get down and dirty and like really make something work. You need to have a guy oh, here. So mad. Yeah. Oh, I was very angry. <laughs> but I do think that this is a step in the right direction. I do think yeah. that it is kind of okay. The women can actually have the STEM career. They can be the part of it. I do have some issues with it in the fact of introducing STEM to girls, but I think that, I do think it works. And one of the things that I actually kind of like, it's a weird, um, oh, I can't think of the word now that I'm here, um, shallow part of it. Oh, sure. But I'm big in breaking stereotypes. That's like my thing, right? right? Like that's why I went techie was girls weren't techie, but I wanted to break the stereotype. But I also think it allows girls to know that you can be pretty because one of the things about it is like she's got the business casual outfit (laughs) and so I was like okay like you can be pretty and fashionable but you can also have this right like techie thing so that was that was my good thing about it was I liked that it showed her doing the job but then also was like oh you can look good yeah and still be techie like you don't have to it's not scary to be techie because you drop all fashion or anything right right and nobody's ever gonna want to like say hi to you or anything because you're just a troll right (laughs) um I totally agree with that my big problem and so one thing again steps so this is a good step in the right direction um and they've partnered with Tinker which is one of the um sites I really like about helping that helps kids learn coding and so that part I thought was really great but when I'm looking at the Tinker um, interface there's not much that Barbie's actually doing like there's a little circle that has Barbie in a you know you know giving you instructions and things but like Maybe instead of coding, like, robots to dance, like, you could code some of the Barbie dolls yeah, to dance. have a little bit. And I wish the doll actually integrated with it as right. well. Right, yeah. Like, that would have been really cool the, to see that because you just... Like, I grew up playing Barbies. Like, I loved Barbies. Yeah. But I, like, didn't care what outfit the Barbie came with. And I right. didn't, right? And so I'm worried that that's going to happen here where you're just getting another Barbie that just is a Barbie. Right. Yeah. So and it has nothing to do, really, with the Tinker coding. Exactly. Like, yeah. it'd be cool to have those connect in some yes. way, shape, or form. No, I totally agree with that. And kind of like with Lego Boost, you know, where they're creating the Lego toy. Yeah. And then they can code the toy to, to do, do stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I, th- I think you're right. I think they kind of missed the mark there where they could have a lot more integration with the doll itself, where they could code the doll to do stuff. And I think that would have been really cool. Yeah. But again, steps, right? Like you said, 
it's very interesting to see these like I'm gonna call them geeky nerdy things like integrate into girly things right and there's there's like there's a clothing clothing line that does that where it's a fandom uh, it's a fangirl who created clothing line with her fandoms and it's she does like really pretty dresses but they're Star Wars or something right like that. and so I think these are all steps yeah. to getting there but it could have been done better right <laughs> um Another one person who's kind of doing it well-ish um, is Goldie Blocks. I don't know if you've seen yeah. that. Uh, kind of like the Lego concept, but um, they have, uh, you know, it's really more engineering, not so much coding. But they do have apps that you can, you know, help build your projects and things like that. Yeah. So um, that's a good alternative at the moment, but I still think that... Um, Barbie has a ways to go still. Yeah. She, 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 she's, she's getting there. She's getting, getting close to it. <laughs> um, what do you think can parents do to get kids, like, or to get specifically girls? Because that's what we're really passionate right. about. I mean, like, I, my son's super into coding, and that's great. But, like, what can we do as parents to get girls into STEM careers, do you think? I knew you were going to ask this. (laughs) So there's a lot of things that I think um, we could do and and parents can do. And one of the things is start – so I've been looking it up at Pinterest a lot, like STEM Mm. activities that aren't necessarily coding, that aren't necessarily like on a computer doing something. And I think it's introducing those early on. Yeah. Um, Getting them excited. Because while I like that Barbie's doing this and while there's girl – toys yeah. that are starting to do this, I think we need to a little bit break down those barriers of mm-hmm. like girls versus boys toys and stuff like that. Right. And maybe, I feel like these are two different thoughts, but I'm going to connect them, I promise. <laughs> Make sure that they have that interest in STEM a little bit with these kind of um, disconnected or, or not connected activities, but then also be open to these toys that are for boys, right? but let them maybe have them come into your home so that the girls like your girls can play with them and are introduced to them and stuff like that yeah um I think definitely that's a great idea um I think also looking into things that are STEM related but have more connection to what they're interested in so like for example we have a couple toys where um it's you know STEM you can code it but it draws. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's a robot that can draw things. Right. So, having things like that, like, so if your daughter's really into art, you know, go that route and have them figure out how they can use an app to make something else yeah. draw for them and things like that. Because I, I think. think we're getting a wide, like, there's a ton of different oh, yeah. things that can do, like, drawing or um, anything like that that that's going to fit into something that they like to do. Right. You know, and like, if they like animals, like the Lego boost, you can make a cat mm-hmm. and then code the cat and things like that. So yeah. I think, I think there are definitely, I mean, a, with the amount of packages I receive on a <laughs> weekly basis, there is no shortage of STEM toys. Yes. Like they are coming out my ears, but, um, but I think, they're still kind of in this still, you know, bubble, I would yeah. say. Like, they're not reaching out to all of the different ways STEM could be integrated into just about every career. Right. You know. 
And I think this is going a, a little bit away from the toys, but another thing that we could do, and, and, and I, I see it all the time, which is why I bring it up, is that there's a constant... I don't know computers. Like, yes. oh, but I don't I I don't know computers or can somebody the internet or something like that. And I think as adults and as parents and stuff, we need to understand that it's not as scary as we think it is. And I think that's what we try to do a lot is like, no, it's not scary. Like I promise. It's yeah. really actually pretty simple to get into it and maybe catch ourselves when we try to say like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know networking personally. Emily does not know the internet. She like, I like get it a little bit, <laughs> but some things happen. And I'm like, husband, who's a network engineer. I'm like, you deal with this. Sure. And so, but I think like I could totally take that and not make it as scary as it is. So right. that when they kind of are introduced into these things, they don't have that immediate shutdown of, oh, it's scary. I don't want to do it. Yeah. And that is so true because Kids pick up on all of that. And when they see mom, like, every time, oh, that's, like, that's technology. I can't do that. Like, they see yeah. that. And they put that in their brain. Like, oh, okay, mom can't do that. I can't do that. Right. Yeah. You know? And so, I mean, my kids are fortunate <laughs> because they come to me for all the technical right. problems, you know? Like, hey, mom, my, you know, my computer is doing this. I'm like, okay. That's you know? True. And then I'm like, like, so who's the best computer fixer <laughs> in the whole family? That's right. Your me. mom. So, yeah, I think, you know, totally watching what you say. It's not just, you know, watching your language and watching, you know, it's watching how you're even treating yourself. Yeah. As like, oh, technology's scary. I can't do that. Like that mindset of that. Yes. For sure. Yes, yes. Please, please. <laughs> for the love, stop saying that. We promise it's not scary. Yeah. And, I mean, this is a total side tangent, but that... <laughs> That just gets me all worked up. But like, cause I'm really passionate about like your kids know a lot about technology. And if you basically are just like, Oh, I, I don't understand technology. So I can't learn. You know, your kids are going to get into some serious trouble. And it's, this is what I always kind of liken it to. If your child is diagnosed with a disease, you are going to research everything you can about that disease. So why aren't you doing that for technology? Yeah. Like you should be researching like what apps they want to install, what social media they're on. Like you should know everything that's going on on their technology, just like you would know everything that's going on with, you know, their respiratory system if they have right. something wrong with their lungs, you yeah. know. And that's, I don't, I guess... And maybe we come from a little bit different perspective, but I'm, I'm very interested in technology, so right. I'm always doing that. Yeah. So I have a hard time. Why would you give your kid a phone yeah. if you're not going to understand essentially what's going on there? Like yes. that, I don't, that part doesn't make sense to me. So I think that's, yeah. Yeah. Just don't, don't just hand over phones. So this is the scary <laughs> statistic that um, I go to a physical therapist and he said that like, and because he works, um, he's a specialist in scoliosis and he has a ton of kids that come to him for scoliosis. And he asks them, because he's curious, like how many of them have parental controls on their phone? And he said about 95% of them do not what? have parental controls what? on their phone. I know. I'm like blown away. 
Like, I just don't understand. That's a whole world, like, on their phones. And no, wow. I know. It's so scary. Like, so don't be afraid of technology. Learn what you need to know. And then your kids will be super excited about STEM. And um, so one thing, my my daughter had a sixth grade graduation. We'll kind of end around this. (laughs) Sixth grade graduation. And the principal was saying how... Like, I forget what he was saying, but like, oh, the top earning careers right now. Top earning careers are like this and this and this and this and this. Like, what do they all have in common? They didn't exist. That's crazy. Like 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Like, you know, cloud computing and things like that. Like, all of these top earning careers didn't even exist 20 years ago. He's like, so what could there be... Yeah. In the future. And, you know, technology's not going anywhere unless there's some huge, like, EMP and everybody loses technology and then everybody would just die because <laughs> we're so addicted I to technology. I can't be without Instagram. I know. Come <laughs> on. Um, but, yeah. Like, so they're going to need to keep up with that yeah. if they want to be in a good career. And it's it's going to infiltrate every type of career yeah like there is almost nothing that doesn't use a computer anymore. no no and the and the skills you learn from stem i mean we i've been around helping kids learn to code yeah and they don't they're not learning just to code yeah they're learning to trouble solve troubleshoot trouble solve trouble solve, <laughs> problem solving yes, that one. <laughs> um they're learning to figure things out and like use parts of their brain and everything so i think even if whatever they don't go into it they still have those skills yeah, yeah. for sure so, speaking of Barbie's reboot, <laughs> yes, um, I want to talk about what you think the best reboots have been. So, I'm talking about like a movie, and then it came out again as like basically the same movie. What are your favorite reboots? All right. Oh, my notes are crashing. <laughs> speaking of technology, no. um, so my main. I don't know if this counts as a reboot. Okay. So if we need to edit this one out. No problem. <laughs> I mean, it can it can be pretty... Um... And I'm going to get a lot yeah. of flack for this one. Okay. Star Wars. Interesting. I, so I love the original. Yeah. You're huge. This, like, Emily is a huge, I huge <laughs> Star Wars fan. I can tell you facts that you didn't know you wanted to know about Star Wars. But I... And and there are things, there are things, but I almost love what, I love and hate what Disney's done to Star Wars, and I love the new ones. Like, I really like The Force Awakens, yeah. and I really like The Last Jedi. Yeah. But also, so aside from that, Disney kind of did The Clone Wars, which was around before the Disney acquisition, right. then Rebels, which is after Dave Filoni is amazing. He's the creator of both of those. My favorite character came from both of those, Ahsoka Tano. Like, I just love the fact that with the reboots, like, Mm -hmm. we're getting these new stories. Sure. And we're getting a broader world than what we had with the originals. Yeah. So. No, that's interesting. That's a good one. That was a good one. Um, I will say Batman Begins. That was was another one of mine. I know. That one's a good one. It's a really good reboot. Like, and my husband really loves the original Batmans. Like, I mean... We're not talking Adam West. <laughs> like, it's been rebooted a bazillion times. Is it the George Clooney one? Because that's my other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't 
Don't watch the Joker. <laughs> that one's terrible. Um, he likes the Michael Keaton one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but but the new, like, Batman Begins with Christian Bale, best Batman. Oh, yeah. Love that reboot. That one, that one's good. It's a fantastic That's one. a good one. What is another one of yours? <sighs> the other one is, I'm going off for, oh, Star Trek. I'm wearing my Star no, Trek that's shirt. So right now. true. I, the new Star the Trek. The new Star Trek. Amazing. Oh, it's so good. And I grew up watching um The Next Generation. Yeah. Like grew up with it. I have memories of watching it as a kid with my family, like calling everybody together because the new episode's on. Right. But I love what they did. I think it's super good. It's it stays true yeah. to kind of the original Star Trek, like what it felt like and and the exploration and the newness. The casting of it. was amazing. Chris Pine. What? Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah, I love I We love our Chris's. We love here. our Chris's. Yeah, no, and I I think I think JJ Abrams gets a lot of flack for it, but mm-hmm. I, I love it. I oh, absolutely I, think, it's so I good. think they're so good. No, I totally agree one hundred percent. My star movies. Yeah. Uh, and we're kind of going on a similar theme, which is like basically <laughs> good pop culture references. Because yes. my next one is Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes, I had that one too. Yeah, I know. Because Spider-Man Homecoming, like, Tobey Maguire's, I, I loved those Spider-Mans. And I thought they were good until I saw Spider-Man Homecoming. I was like, those are crap. Yeah. <laughs> he is by far my favorite favorite spider-man ever like he just nails that role yeah i think he so i'm big fans of the andrew garfield ones as well right those i those ones but i think toby was a good peter yeah andrew was a good spider-man because spider-man's got the sassy little right right but um tom has the perfect mixture of both of them yeah yeah so i love i love homecoming that's true. You're like that's so true. Toby <laughs> is a good Peter. I've had a lot of conversations <laughs> about Spider-Man because it's my husband's favorite Marvel <laughs> comic. So, you know, really thought about the Spider-Man movies and why. So basically, we're obsessed with Disney. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because <laughs> that's my next is Disney live action. Ooh. I think a really good reboot. It's like the Beauty and the Beast, so Jungle Book was amazing. Yeah, um, Dumbo is coming out soon, and Aladdin is coming out soon. Um, I like. I just think they've done such a good job. I on do those. too. Those ones are really good, and I like that it's again very true to the story. It's almost right. like exactly the story, right? Like some of them. the lines are like straight from the story, but it's it's really good live. Like it's yeah. it's they didn't. They don't feel cheap. Yeah, I think is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if they're technically reboots, but I we'll mean, count them. We'll totally count we'll totally them. Count them. Hey, we're all about counting them. Um, do you have any more? I have one more. Okay. And it's a little different from ours, but Ocean's Eleven. That was a reboot. That is a reboot. And I love. I love Eleven, Twelve, and Thirteen. And yeah. They're well. I don't like Twelve. Okay. I'll <laughs> So, like, because we own all three, and um, every time I go to watch 12, I was like, it really can't be as bad as I think it and, is. And yeah. I'm like, nope, it's terrible. Um, yeah, I love Ocean's Eleven, though, and I love mm-hmm. Ocean's Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Like, both of those are fantastic. I have not seen Ocean's Eight yet. I haven't either. Okay. I'm, I'm a little worried. Yeah. But I'm also excited. 
Yeah, I want to see it, but I had a friend who saw it, and she's like, oh, yeah, it was good, but, like, I don't need to watch it again. I almost feel like, like, I'm very excited on an all-female cast. Yeah. Like, I think that's really cool, but I almost feel like they should have done a different, like, series. Like, not necessarily tie it in to the Ocean's ones. Like, you could have just... Sure. Done a totally different series and it totally would have worked. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, but that's I don't, good again, I don't know I, how they fully tied it in. I just right. think, I think Sandra Bullock's character is related to Dan. Yeah. Some, somehow. That's the only one I, I actually so. know. So. <laughs> so, of course, my dog decides to get really thirsty right now. She's thirsty. Yeah, she's thirsty. Um, I was also going to say, when you said Ocean's Eleven, now I can't think of it. Um... Oh, well, there's Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. I didn't see the new one. You haven't seen the new mm-hmm. one? I don't, I, it's good. Um, I don't think it's quite as good as the original. There's that. Oh, and I was going to talk about Overboard, too. Again, oh, I haven't seen I Overboard haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen either. Um, but I am excited to see that. Like, people, like, my friend who saw Ocean's 8 said she would see Overboard again over Ocean's 8. Because so. that one's been, that one I was, like, iffy about. Yeah. Because it looked funny, but yeah. I have to put that one on the list. So next time, I think we'll have to do um, it sort of reboots, but TV shows to movies. Ooh. So All right. we'll start thinking right. about what our favorite TV shows that became movies. I have one already. I'm prepped and ready. I have oh, one already. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll tease that. But So thanks for joining us for Family Tech Talk, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.